0: This is HPR episode 1948, entitled, Check Your Spelling in Vim, and is part of the series, Vim Hints. It is hosted by Frank Bell, and is about 12 minutes long. The summary is, Frank summarizes how to use spellcheck in Vim.
1: This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15.
0: This is Frank Bell. Today I want to talk briefly about how you can check your spelling using Vim. I'm going to take the approach that first we're just going to have a plain little text file. You haven't done any configuration whatsoever, and you just want to check your spelling. Then I'm going to go back and discuss some of the configuration options that you can put in your .vimrc file to make the process a little easier. Keep in mind that Vim does not observe any of what today we consider desktop conventions. When Vim was written, when Vi was written, and Vim is based on Vi, there were no desktop conventions. None of this newfangled stuff existed. Also, at that time, Most networked computing was done via dumb terminals connected to mainframes via 300 baud modems. Every keystroke was money. Hence Vim's very terse command set. If you could save a keystroke, you could save dollars. Don't expect anything you do in Vim to look like something you might be doing in Kate or G-Edit or any of these fancy newfangled GUI thingies. We'll start out with the basics. You have a text file. You've typed up your show notes for your latest HPR podcast, and you want to spell check in Vim. The first step is to turn spelling on, and the way you do this is to issue the spell command, and you do it in this manner. You hit Escape, then Colon, to open up the command line at the bottom of the Vim window and type the command set spell Sierra Echo Tango space Sierra Papa Echo Lima Lima Instantly all the words that Vim thinks are misspelled will be highlighted. Your cursor will still remain wherever it was at the time you issued the set spell command. So, how do you navigate to a misspelled word you use the square brackets and the S key. Think of the brackets as blocky arrow keys. The left square bracket points to the left and up the file and the right one points to the right and down the file. To navigate to the first misspelled word above the cursor position you would hit the left square bracket and then the lowercase s and the cursor will move to the the word that Vim thinks is misspelled. To change the word, in other words, to open a word list, you type z, lowercase C equal, and Vim will open a list of words, and the words will be numbered from one to whatever. To replace the existing word, you simply hit the number of your choice and then the enter key. So if you have typed T-H-I-E-R and you meant to type T-H-E-I-R T-H-E-I-R will probably be the first word on the list. You would hit the number 1, press enter, and then will change the word. And you continue until you have corrected all the words that you wish to correct. To turn off spelling, you can again hit escape, calling, and issue the command set, no spell. Sierra, Echo, Tango, space, November, Oscar, Sierra, Papa, Echo, Lima, Lima. And the highlighting will go away, and you'll be in command mode. And then you can insert text or do whatever it is you need to do next to your file. So that's the very basics. You can make it a lot easier by creating a .vim.rc file. A long time ago I read somewhere that RC stands for Runtime Configuration, so that when you run a command at runtime the RC file configures how that command is going to behave. There are a number of things that you can put in your Vim RC file. Mine was based initially on an excellent video done by Linux Voice as a companion to the tutorial on Vim that they had in their First issue, if you get about halfway through the video, that's along about the five minute mark, they go into a discussion of VimRC files. And then I've added some other things to my VimRC file along the way as I tried to learn more about the Vim editor. I have included my VimRC file in the show notes. Basically in the VimRC file you put a series of commands that show how you want your Vim. To behave when you invoke the program. There are two that are relevant to spelling. One of those is to set your spelling language. And the syntax for that is spell-line, S-P-E-L-L-L-A-N-G. I won't bother to do the uh, military alphabet. Equals whatever your language is. If you're not sure what your default language is, you can enter the locale command in a terminal and that will display that and a bunch of other information. In my testing, it appears that if you do not have that spell line line in your VimRC, Vim simply defaults to your system default, whatever that might happen to be. Another thing you can do is to configure Vim to save a personalized word list. Say, for example, in your text file you have the word podcast. Vim doesn't recognize it. It wants to change it to potato chip or who knows what. The solution to not being nagged by this is to create a spell file. I have linked in the show notes to two sites. One's a very good introduction and the other is the actual detailed Spell check documentation from the Vim folks about how to do this. The overview is you create a file to receive your personalized list of words. They will not be added to the master list in slash USR share or wherever your distro puts it. Unless of course your root you could probably tinker with that. So you create a file in your home directory to receive this. And by convention, that's done by creating a subdirectory called .vim. And then in that, another directory called spell. And then in the spell directory, you put your your spell list. In my vimrc, in the show notes, if you look, you will see that the command is set spellfile equal and then the path thereto. The spell file itself is based on the encoding. Then we'll expect to see the encoding in the spell file, but not the region. So my encoding is EN underscore US dot UTF-8. My spell file is EN dot UTF-8 dot ADD and I tell them in the vimrc file that that's where I want it to put the added words. And I have then added a number of words to that file. Those include, say, podcast. HBR is another word I've added. And some others that uh, I've used from time to time. So that's the, the basic overview. You need to configure your vimrc to have, to specify your spelling language, spell language. The loc- you need to create a file to receive words you want to add to your word list, and then in your .mrc you tell them where to find the file. Two things I've noticed while preparing this: one is that although all the references I read said to create a line for your spell line, it doesn't seem absolutely necessary. I remarked the spell line line out of my vimrc file, and I was still able to add a word to my word list. My conclusion, based on my little bit of playing around, is that vim, if you don't set a spell line, defaults to the system default, whatever that might be. However, I would include the spell line line in my vimrc. The other thing I noticed, and this is, has nothing whatsoever to do with spelling, but it's really very neat. Once you open the Vim command line, you hit escape colon to open the Vim command line. At the bottom of the Vim window, you can use your arrow keys just as if you were in a shell to navigate commands that you have previously issued. You can go up, 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 and down, 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 down. Uh, And that's something I, I didn't know before, but when I was playing with this and I was changing my configuration on the fly with various set commands, I found that a nice little revelation. Again, in the show notes, I've linked to two excellent tutorials as well as to the two Linux voice items, the video and the Linux voice tutorial that I've mentioned here. I would urge you to learn more about them. I will say when I was trying to learn how to do this, I found the navigation part with the square brackets and the S very easy to remember. The commands that I found more difficult to remember and had to look up a couple of times before they stuck were the Z commands. The Z equal and the ZG. I can see the G as the word get. I have no idea where the Z came from. Maybe zap the word and get another one or zap the word into your uh, into your spell file. Give it a shot. You know once you get the hang of them, you continually discover more and more things that you can do with it, the power that's hidden under that simple interface. If you want to contact me, my website is pineviewfarm.net and you can email me at Frank at pineviewfarm.net. Thank you very much.
1: You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself.